It was very nerve-wracking. Our cups are very, very full because we are actually drinking things today. We are in my car in the yes. parking lot at our job. But <laughs> but we have tea. Yes. And we're not using the mic because it sounds awful hooked up to my phone. It is really, really bad. So you go from us having a mic last episode to no mic this episode. It would be interesting since you actually listen to our episodes for... Yeah. Well, I don't you. all the time. Oh, well. But I think I'm going to at least Just these to, two yeah, for sure to hear the difference. Yeah. I think we're getting better about recording during our lunch breaks at work, though. Yeah, we're actually... It's so funny when we're forced to keep it within an hour, we actually do keep it within an hour. It's amazing. Although this one will be a test because the couple of first episodes of The Gentle Way... Mm -hmm. (laughs) Spoiler alert, that's what we're talking about. (laughs) The first couple... I mean, if you read the title, then... No, you should know. (laughs) And we've warned you for like five episodes. (laughs) And like, hey... (laughs) As you could tell, we're planners. And so we've been letting you know as we've been planning this so long. So, but what are you drinking today? I am drinking a white hot chocolate... Yeah, I think it's called Arctic White. Oh, okay. It's that Land O'Lakes brand. Oh, I love Land O'Lakes brand. Oh, my gosh. (coughs) Where'd your voice go? Yeah. (laughs) The fake dairy in that hot chocolate's Uh, getting me. Apparently, yeah. (laughs) And I have actually been talking to people this morning Mm. for a Yeah, because I had to talk to you about work-related things. I know. Twice. (laughs) At your desk and mine. What are you drinking today, Caitlin? I'm drinking of the one that Jen did not like last episode, the vanilla peppermint. And I'm a peppermint girly, and I love it. There you go. It's so good. We'll add it to the recommendation list only if you really like peppermint. If you like peppermint, it's good. It's a a nice... It's funny because you said it really cut you, but, like, Mm -hmm. this is a good soft peppermint for me. Because, like... (laughs) What do you normally drink? The Twining's peppermint is, like... Peppermint, because it's oh, solely peppermint. It's not yeah. got any other flavor in there with it. I don't it. think I could do it. I can tell the vanilla is like calming her down a bit. Mm. Episode one, we see June at the Tanaka University Judo Club practice. She's too short to see what's going on on the mats and doesn't have a partner to spar with and is too filled with panic and self-doubt to find anyone. Another girl approaches her, but then is dragged away by another friend. Back in the changing room, another girl, who we find out is June's roommate, points out that June has gone yet another practice without participating in randori, free sparring, and says that fighting must not be June's priority because she's too sweet to hurt anyone. It's the most backhanded compliment. The other girls are a bit insulting as they leave and don't take June seriously at all. We find out that it's been a month since she joined the Tanaka (laughs) University (laughs) Judo Club. And... She's and she's disappointed. <laughs> <Not the> typo. <laughs> and she's disappointed she hasn't made more progress. She has a goal to beat Maya and show her not to mess with the Ishihara sisters. Um, June stops by a store and sees a man passed out in the alley beside the store and checks to see if he's okay, but he gets angry and throws her down further into the alley. We see a flashback of June being scared and her sister walking her through how to do a judo throw, paralleled with how the scary man is advancing on her. But she can't move, and at the last minute, a young man runs in between them and throws the guy. Hmm. Um, so I might be taller than you, Caitlin, but the being too short to see the mats thing is still totally relatable. Oh, yes, definitely. It brings me back to when we went to that concert. And luckily, we were just sitting in the second row, but there were some yeah. tall people in front of us oh, yeah. in the first row. And there was a point where 
the the two people kind of in front of me they sat forward for some reason mm. and I was in the middle of recording a song and all I could see was just heads. the backs of their heads mm. and I was so peeved <laughs> Under, I mean it was understandable like we sat in the second row and we yeah. didn't stand up that's our own fault but well they weren't standing up in front of us either but like you know, just them leaning forward cut out to, cut yeah. through a line of vision yeah um but this would totally be me I also hate asking people to move because mm-hmm. um, my husband and I, we went to a pentatonics concert um, back when Avi was still with the group. So this has been a few years ago because we were still, we weren't even, I don't think we were engaged at this point. So we oh, were wow. still dating. Way um, back in the day. Oh yeah. <laughs> I joke. I used to joke with him before he took me to pentatonics, um, which we hadn't even, we'd been dating like a year when he took me, but mm-hmm. I'd always joked. I said, man, the first guy to take me to see pentatonics, <laughs> we're getting married. And then he, he got me VIP tickets, and I got to meet them. <laughs> he knew what his goal was. Uh, yes, he knew from them. He knew practically instantly. Um, but anyways, uh, so we had general admission tickets because that was part of the VIP package. But I'm like, they wouldn't let us sit up top where the stairs were. I, I'm not. I wouldn't say I'm clinically claustrophobic, mm-hmm. but I don't handle small spaces well, and I yeah. do not handle when there's a large crowd and I can't. Mm-hmm. see a way out yeah. um do not handle that well at all there's yeah. been times when we've been in fast food places and we've had to move like to the back wall and so like most of this concert my husband mm-hmm. stood behind me where I could like I practically was standing on his feet yeah so that way I knew exactly who was behind me mm-hmm. but I had to stand on my toes the whole time yeah because somebody tall moved in front <laughs> of me where of there was course. barely any space moved right in front of me and I'm like listen I have to make the comment, though, of I'm sure your husband did not mind, though. (laughs) (laughs) Probably didn't. (laughs) Although, it it was in a large city near us, and it's not a city that either one of us likes to drive to because traffic is Mm. insane. Yeah. Um, And my stomach, because I was so tense the entire concert, I had awful stomach pain the whole way home because it was like my body finally let itself relax Mm -hmm. once we were back in his truck. Yeah. And then it was just like, my stomach was like, oh, so you've been tensed for the last two hours. Yeah. So now you're going to be in excruciating pain the whole drive home on top of trying to get out of the city's traffic. Yeah. So Uh, anyways, that's why I don't like general admission and uh, why if you're a tall person and you see a short person, don't move in front of them. Yeah. Especially in general admission. There was plenty of space beside of us for you to stand. Yeah, because you don't lose the experience if you are behind them. (laughs) Nope. It's just me. Yeah. <laughs> um, also, this is our first time we meet slash see Yamamoto. Yeah, was, I didn't really think about that. Um, I wouldn't call him a second male lead. He's just... He's just there for the plot. <laughs> yeah, he's there, he's there for the plot. He's he's your stereotypical popular guy mm-hmm. that, like, acts super friendly, like they're going to help everybody. Like, yeah. they totally help you no matter what, but then you still feel super uncomfortable because they don't realize that being cripplingly shy... Yeah. And he just thinks everyone is not a character him flaw. And likes him and <laughs> oh yeah, the world revolves around later, him. I was looking for um, Mr. Hoodie's name because like, what is he? Oh, even, yeah, what's his yeah. actual name? And one of the episodes was later on, and he mm-hmm. like Yamamoto blatantly asks June, "Why are you so quiet?" <laughs> I was like, uh, "You are not. Why are you so loud?" Oh, yeah. <laughs> Anyways, uh, that introvert panicking over picking partners is also so real. It's like, oh my gosh, flashbacks to every group project throughout school. Oh yeah. <gasps> I hated it, especially like the only thing worse than having to pick your own partner was when you were assigned a partner and oh, then they yeah. assigned you with someone that you never spoke with. Yeah. And now you have to figure out how to make mm-hmm. conversation 
them yeah. not think you're weird, mm-hmm. but then also get this work done and like, ugh. in my <laughs> physics class in high school, which was huge regrets on taking that. That was an awful class, but there were so few girls in there. I think mm. there were maybe like five out of our class of like 30. Oh, wow. And so anytime there was a group project, our teacher was like, okay, all of you guys, like you have to have one girl in each group. Like there has to be one girl in your group. And that was the requirement. So it's like you're stuck with a bunch of guys that you don't ever know or hang out with. And they're just there, like, choosing you because you're a requirement for their team. (laughs) So it's kind of nice because then someone wants you. However, Mm -hmm. you have a lot less say in what group you get into when you're just (laughs) the mandatory girl. It was... So, like, um, when I was a kid, I was, like, like June-level shy. Yeah. Even amongst family. And so my oh. family has, like, the whole big Thanksgiving thing, right? Yeah. And on Thanksgiving night, we have a big square dance. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was all, the last dance they always did of the night was called the broom dance. And mm-hmm. so everybody has a partner. Yeah. And then one guy has a broom that he dances with. And every mm-hmm. time he drops it, all the guys have to switch partners. Oh. So now that I'm older, it's yeah. really fun. Oh, yeah. And I enjoy it. And I'm like, these are all family. Because mm-hmm. literally so everybody's there is related weird. by blood yeah. or marriage <laughs> one way or the other. So, like, and I've also grown a lot. And mm-hmm. I'm still shy, but not to the point where, like, I could throw up if someone looked at me. Yeah. So, but when I was a kid, mm-hmm. I was <laughs> I was so terrified. I'm like, they're all, my mom's like, I don't understand what you're, like, so freaking out about. Because everybody, I'm like, Everyone's I don't family. care. They're looking at me. And I don't want them to look at me. That's adorable. Because <laughs> you could literally get swept off your feet because the guys yeah. are running full tilt for you yeah. because they don't want to dance with the broom. I'm glad that your daughter will never have that problem. <laughs> oh, she is so extroverted. I'm like, yeah. how did I birth Where you? Where did this come from? <laughs> Anyways, moving on. <laughs> from Southern America square dancing oh, yeah. to <laughs> Japanese judo martial arts. It works. <laughs> um... Oh, I was like, what color? What color common time? I always forget. The angel halo. Okay, so in June, the reflection in June's eyes. Mm-hmm. I didn't catch this until I was like, wait a minute. And I can, you can see the friend, um, Kurosaki? Kurosaki-chan? That's what the name Something was, close. if I'm pronouncing it right. Yeah. I don't know. Um, but you can see in her reflection, you can see her, but then she mm-hmm. has a little halo. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if I noticed I'm like, that. It's so cute. That's cute. So lately I've got to the thing where like if there's something where someone's looking very intently at someone or mm-hmm. there's like a dramatic moment, I'm zooming in on the eyes in a webtoon mm. because sometimes artists will like yeah. put the reflection in or like put extra information in That's and I find cool. it interesting to see if they do or if they do what they do. Mm-hmm. Okay, anyways. <laughs> June being too sweet to participate still feels like an insult. Definitely an insult. Yeah. Like, why is she even her roommate? Yeah, she takes advantage of her so much. It sounds like she was assigned her. Probably. I, I, I went that route, so mm-hmm. I understand. Um, <laughs> mine wasn't bad, though. Yeah. Um, okay, so I really want the whole Maya background story and the sister background story. I want more of it already at this oh, point. Oh, yeah. Because you can tell there's a huge, like character affirming story behind oh, all yeah. of this that has shaped her life. Um, and then her comment about negativity makes me crave sweets. I was like, yes, yes me. <laughs> I have a really bad day. I'm going home and I'm getting me a bowl of ice cream. Mm-hmm. 
I love it. <laughs> and we've already talked about how the fourth wall breaks in this comic are just the best. <laughs> yes. But there's an example where it was like the drunk guy and mm-hmm. they're thinking like, you can't even keep your text, text. in your bubble. <laughs> <laughs> but then like also, girl, I'm sorry, but do not go into a dark alleys with a strange right. man. Like call an ambulance from afar if you're worried. Right. I don't care if he looks ill. You go stand in the light, at least by the convenience yeah. store that and he was yell, in the alley next and you're to. you're like, are you okay? Do I need to call an ambulance? I wouldn't even check then. I would have just dialed whatever yeah. their emergency number is. <laughs> mm, yeah. And called and said, there's an unconscious drunk man in the alley. No, I will not go yeah. talk to him, but here's the location. <laughs> yeah. So, like, PSA people, please don't do this. But it, it shows, because June talks about she lives, basically, for other people's yeah. happiness. And yeah. it shows if she's willing to even check on this man who causes her bodily harm. Mm-hmm. Um and terrifies her if she is more concerned about him being okay because making other people happy makes her fulfilled mm-hmm. like there's nothing wrong with wanting to make other people happy yeah but it can't come at the expense of your physical well-being mm-hmm. or your mental well-being yeah and right now she's letting everyone else run her mental well-being because it's it's tanking her self-esteem when she yeah. has no reason to be so insecure in herself because yeah. she's great as she is yeah the parallel with the scary drunk man and like attacking her or approaching her and then her sister oh, teaching yeah. her how to handle something like that. That was so well done. Oh yeah. It further cements the whole she knows exactly what to do, but she can't make her body do it in the moment. Mm-hmm. Episode zero. <laughs> AKA the prologue. The prologue. <laughs> uh, in which we meet the main character. Oh, we did not look it up pronunciations so we're gonna do our best and next episode we will maybe attempt to look yeah i might just have to look it up and like do a google pronunciation i can't believe i forgot whoops okay so we meet the main character ishihara june ishihara yeah yeah okay she normally goes by june so i think that one's pretty solid i'm pretty sure that one's like i don't know how we could get that one wrong yeah i'm really hoping we're not getting that i mean we could (laughs) hopefully we're but this is a um (laughs) It's uh, Japanese. Is it Japanese? I think. I wasn't quite sure. I think. It's fine. So we meet the main (laughs) character, June, who has always looked up to her older sister and wanted to be just like her. Her sister introduced her to judo, but June is scared, and her sister told her to never give up. We flash forward in time and see June, much older, coming to terms with the fact that everyone is different, and that we all struggle with comparison and self-doubt. She walks into the bathroom at a judo tournament, and is rudely greeted by another girl named Mia? Maya? Uh, mentally, I've said Maya. Okay. Could totally be wrong. but Yeah. We'll say Maya for now. We'll say Maya, and then we'll... It's M-I-Y-A. Yeah. So if then you guys we'll know, let us know. And I don't know the author, True. I mm-hmm. haven't noticed her being too active on socials, but I think yeah. we're going to be joining the Patreon. Yee. So, um... We may be able to, like, message her there. and I, be like, I feel like she'd respond, hey. too. Yeah. Yeah. Even if, like, she's not super active on socials, I, since we're talking about her webtoon, mm-hmm. I would like to know that we're pronouncing her characters right. Yeah. Which we found out from LifeLight. She yes. also pronounces, <laughs> not a cane, a cane. Yeah. So. <laughs> so we'll be doing that from here on out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we may, LifeLight mentioned, creating a um, pronunciation, pronunciation guide. guide for that us. That would actually be really awesome. <laughs> that would be cool, yeah. I know um, Kat Ellis has mentioned, not mm. the same thing, but, like, she had talked about the 
character age chart yes, thing that she had she talked about sending it to us. I think yeah. she just uploaded it one mm-hmm. day. But it's been so I nice to like. My phone. <laughs> <laughs> it's been nice to discuss with authors. Yeah. Like specifically when we're unsure how things are pronounced mm-hmm. and actual ages and just like getting clarification on things that like don't always get clarified in stories because it's not always necessary. Yeah. So, anyways. Anyways. So, Maya tells June that she's not impressed, or that she's impressed that she hasn't quit judo after all this time, but she's out of her league. Uh, oh, man. This is my autocorrect. So, we have Mita, or Mida, Mita, oh, in uh, Jossie, uh, Jossie, and so it kept autocorrecting to Maya Mita. to Mita. <laughs> I mean, fine. T and Y are close together on the keyboard. Yeah, so now you know what to mentally autocorrect of my autocorrect. Um <laughs> Uh, Maya continues to bully June and starts shoving her until June catches her arm and tells her to back off and they'll settle it on the mat. She walks out of the bathroom and has a little panic over how intense the situation was. She asks someone where another bathroom is so she doesn't have to go back in. And we find out now that she's at Tanaka University. Sorry, Um, my phone. Let me turn off. (laughs) (laughs) It's fine. (laughs) <laughs> Sorry, if you hear some clicking, I'm putting it on silent so it doesn't give the vib- vibrate sound. <laughs> um, another young man calls out to June, and the guy in the background freaks out over who this senpai... Senpai? Sen- senpai. I've always mentally pronounced senpai. I have too. Because okay. I think that's like English-wise with yeah. how those letters are. That's, mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure how that's how you pronounce. But yeah. these are not English words. So. I know. <laughs> yeah, and I, we have this one a few times throughout the next episode. So y'all will know what we mean, and if we're wrong, we'll correct it later. Yeah, I'm going to okay. Google it after we um, oh, take our break good. for this prologue. Yeah. Okay, so June <laughs> is talking to this guy in the background about where another bathroom is. Another young guy uh, calls out to June, and the guy in the background, who she asked where the bathroom was, freaks out over who her senpai is, um, but he just, uh, the senpai, questions June as to why she's not ready and warming up. Until we have the names, it was a little confusing to differentiate. True. Um, Man in black shirt. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but they don't know that until they've read. Hopefully True. they've read. Um uh, senpai puts his arm around June to lead her away and notices that she's shaking and asks what's wrong. His arm around her? I was like, no. <laughs> Already from the very beginning, episode zero, we are all in. Um, June tells him that she met Maya in the bathroom earlier and Senpai becomes gentler and asks if she's okay. June tells him that she's just excited. He sighs, tucks a piece of hair behind her ear, and they walk into the tournament. June is on deck, and then we go back to the beginning of the story uh, 18 months earlier. So, one fun thing is when we got to the end of the prologue, and it said 18 months earlier, I was like, man, June had a lot of growth in just 18 months. Mm-hmm. Because with when you go back to see how shy and oh just gosh, yeah. how insecure she is at the beginning, mm-hmm. it's such a marked difference. Oh, yeah. In a relatively short period of time yeah. in the grand scheme of life. I think I missed when I started reading this that it was an 18-month difference between them. And so I was really expecting it to be, like, a longer time to mm-hmm. get there. Um, but, yeah, I love the knowing that we're going to see this growth oh, in her. Yes. Especially because we both keep up to date with it. So, like, even where she's at currently, mm-hmm. the beginning, she's so much more insecure. And I'm like, poor little sweet baby. <laughs> I love the sketch style that yes. she has. The characters are so precious. And you can really see all their emotions on their faces. Yes, the emotions are portrayed very well. Yeah. And I really I really I enjoy the art style a lot because mm-hmm. we do 
even among the stuff we regularly read, the art style varies a decent bit. Yeah. But this one I think is the most marked difference, Mm -hmm. but I really enjoy it. Yeah, I do too. Um, And the fact that this originally came out in 2020, it's really crazy to think that True has been working on The Gentle Way for four years now. I mean, it's like three and a half because she started in October, but... You know, it's fine. It's close enough. That's so long. It, it really is. Especially because in the beginning, you know, there was all the, I don't know if I'm going to be able to keep doing mm-hmm. this, you know, financially. So it's cool to see. Well, and to it's devote so much time to it. Mm-hmm. I love yeah, it. I know. Um, so as we get into the actual episode. Yeah. And you, we, from the very beginning, as we talked about already, you can already see June's lack of self-confidence, mm-hmm. even from when she's just talking about her sister and how she looks up to her so mm-hmm. much. It's yeah. So, um, true breaks the fourth wall. Oh my gosh. Quite often. It's and I best. love it. And it's, yeah. it's done so good. Mm-hmm. Um, or so well. However, it almost feels the like the office is. a little bit where it's just like, turn and look at the camera. <laughs> yeah. That kind of thing. Um, but it's not, it's almost not even like the characters turning and looking at the camera. It's like, Little author, like, just pop it in for a moment. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But, like, they had a side comment of um, where, because judo, it's obviously, it's a martial art. Mm -hmm. So, like, there's fighting and whatnot. And to be honest, I would not even be June at this point. I would not have even joined. Because the idea of being close enough to someone to throw them to the floor or then throw me to the floor, I just, I... I, I would, would have not fun watching function. it, I think. Yeah, I would go to competitions and support friends yeah. that participated, but... I don't think I could do I, it myself. Nope. I, nope. <laughs> My nerves would be tore slap up. I would be the yeah. little shaking chihuahua in the corner. Um, you would be tuned. But I would be tuned. <laughs> but choose a little note about literal bot sounds of bodies hitting the floor. <laughs> I think this was the purpose. Yeah. <laughs> but it made the song come to mind where they let the bodies hit the floor. <laughs> And my notes, it's all caps oh, with yeah. a deep inhale. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's all I can hear in my head is, what the butters hurt the floor? I love that. <laughs> um, getting to see June, you know, 18 months from where we really start. She's so pretty all grown up. I mean, it's only 18 just, months, I but know. the confidence grows her up so yes. much. And then, you know, seeing her at the very, very beginning as a little kid too. It's just, she's mm-hmm. just gorgeous. And I think part of it's who she finally has her hair down. Yes. Her hair down is mm. so pretty. I remember when we read, like, it's a lot later of an episode yeah. because it's after her and Mr. Hoodie's relationship yeah. is established. <laughs> but um, how everyone calls her shiver bun, <laughs> shiver bun. But then also when he saw her with her hair down the first time and he was like, <laughs> I was like, yes, but oh, I guess we can get to it when we get to the episode where he notes it, but like he thought mm-hmm. she was pretty from the get go yeah, and I, I missed that the first that. time. I love that. Um, I wanted to smack that Maya girl so mm-hmm. bad. It's like, who does that? Who goes around being like, I can't believe you're still here. Like, Ugh. Like, let me I just can't shove you in a bathroom. A high school mentality. <laughs> Who shoves people around in bathrooms? I mean, I went to a massive high school, and like, yeah, there were fights, but like, I don't think I ever knew of like people shoving each other I don't around. Know. I'm pretty sure there were because I may have gone to a much smaller school than mm. you did, but there were fights all. I mean, we had fights too, but... Like, to the point where there would be hair left in the cafeteria that it would take the janitors a while to get to. (laughs) 
they <laughs> were like so on it with fights though at our school it was like as soon as it started it got shut down so fast by a resource they officer ours. they only broke oh. up the fun stuff like the fun stuff like, yes so like not fights because it was other stuff but it was people grouped up and yeah. so they would oh yeah so like um my, most of my friends rode the bus, and so, like, oh, yeah. my mom dropped us off at school until we got our, my, my dinky little car that <laughs> barely managed to get to school. But it, it got me there back. It did last me through college. Not safely, but it did last me through college. <laughs> it turned off at a few red lights, but... You just had to keep a, a big old thing of oil in your truck. I did. <laughs> but, so, the, um, we, like, the bus riders sat mm-hmm. in the cafeteria, and mm-hmm. then the car riders were in the gym. Well, I just walked over to the cafeteria because that's where all my friends were. Mm-hmm. So you guys there was, to sit in different areas. Yeah, it was just where you got dropped off. So they you didn't let kids roam the school, really, because they were on two opposite parts of the school. We could roam. Yeah, we you were not allowed anywhere. to roam unless you were headed to a specific teacher's class, like for help in the mornings, mm-hmm. like my chemistry teacher, because his class was so hard for everybody. Mm-hmm. He had like mm-hmm. regular hours in the morning before yeah. school started for people to come get extra help. But anyways, <laughs> so in the cafeteria, because most of the band was also bus riders and mm-hmm. I was in the marching band in high school mm-hmm. so like the drum line they had this like whole drum battle going on oh, that's and cool. it went on it was a solid week I don't know if yeah. some like some students didn't like it or they got fussy I doubt they would have said anything but it was mm-hmm. so fun and then it had been like three mornings too many I guess of people drumming on the tables and yeah. we had administration come in and break them up and they confiscated all the drumsticks oh and gosh. nobody was allowed to have their drumsticks none of the drumline could have their drumsticks in the cafeteria in the morning until they got to band class they banned drumsticks oh unless you were gosh. in the band room I was like ridiculous. yeah but we're gonna leave some hair on the floor of the cafeteria yeah, for weeks after a fight and not do anything about it that sounds what right. excuse me let's be real so <laughs> back to, back to the story we were staying focused decent. um i am still just so proud of june sticking up for herself mm-hmm. and like smacking her hand away and tell her to like back off and it's so different from the scared little girl that we see from when she's yes. a child and then even like the whole 18 mm-hmm. months from now type thing she's definitely got the senpai stare down mm-hmm. <laughs> she learned well um, the dang, I didn't get to use the toilet while I was in there moment is very relatable. Oh my gosh. I've done that before. Not even I because somebody was bullying me, but because oh. I walked in and was like, I can't be in here. There's some, like, yeah, there's someone else in here. Someone else or, <laughs> yeah. or it's like, oh, the boss is in here and yeah. I'm going to oh, get yeah. sucked into conversation yeah. and I don't want to talk Like, I don't want to talk through the stall wall. Yeah. <laughs> It happens, people. It happens. It's too often when you work with extroverts. Like, oh, come yeah. on now. I just need to pee and get out of here. Yeah, you work in the extrovert department. I know. We just, like, ignore each other <laughs> up here. Uh, the world building, just in general, is yes. so good, though. And Senpai is so cute. He is. Oh. Also, all the, just the extra judo information, because oh, I, I know it. nothing. Yeah, but so, I feel like I could understand yeah. it whenever she explains and it. And all the extra information is, like super helpful Mm -hmm. but stays on topic with what's in the episode yeah and so it doesn't overwhelm you with the amount of information from the get-go like I feel like I could kind of sort of know a bit of what's going on if I were to go to like in real life Mm -hmm. go to a competition yeah I I feel like I could kind of keep up with Mm -hmm. what's going on Oh, it's me again. Oh, yeah. The little blush when he shows up is so cute and they're both blushing and then his hand on her neck. Yeah. It's cute. 
And then the fact that he knows who Maya is, and then he gets gentler with June about it. Oh, and, and it's like so precious, aggressive, protective. Mm-hmm. Where he's like, "Do you know I need me? to take care of things?" <laughs> <laughs> and the hair tuck. Yes, mm. so I also. It's taking loved... them a while to get to that point. Yeah, but in like present time. Uh, yes, yeah. even at the current ones, I'm still waiting I know. for their first. Kiss. The slow burn the is slow. And burning. <laughs> it's right now. It's not even embers. It's like someone with. It's like a little trickle of smoke. A little. We watch a lot of, of Survivor, so it's like they've got they've got the magnesium, and they're just striking it, and they're not making it. Uh, uh, I love the encouraging messages that True puts into this too, where mm-hmm. it's like we all grow and change, and that we aren't alone in that. And I picked up all of that so much more the second time through. Yes. Um, and then, so the panel with her determined face and mm-hmm. then his hands on her shoulders, chef's kiss. Yeah. No, because it doesn't feel like he's pushing her forward or mm-hmm. holding her back. She's there and she is so determined and his yeah. hands are there as a, I am here yeah. to support you. He's just supporting her. Like it's a, let me know what you need and we'll get it done mm-hmm. type of thing. Um, and all my comments have been like superficial. <laughs> They're cute and music references. I love it though. <laughs> Finish my tea. Okay. <laughs> Episode two. Uh, the young man throws the guy, grabs June's arm, and they run out of the alley. He sees that she's shaking and asks if she's okay, but June is more concerned for the man back in the alley and tries to go back to check on him, but the young man stops her. He notices she's cute, even though he thinks she's crazy, and decides that they should go together to check on the drunk guy. He's gone by the time they get there, and June starts to panic, so the young man pinches her cheek to bring her back and then wipes her tears away. So cute. He checks to make sure she's not injured, and June finally remembers to thank him for saving her, and he walks her back to her dorm. So, it turns out we discussed some of this I know. Last it was like the June being autocorrected to both Kim and Jim, oh, yeah. and I was so <laughs> mad. <laughs> and then uh, Senpai, or the young man, if you have not already made this connection, that the young man is Senpai and Mr. Mr. Hoodie. Hoodie. Um, him freaking out that he might have killed the guy when he threw him. But also being smart enough for the whole, let's call for help back, back here, here statement. Yeah. Like, yes. And so sometimes empathy is very not helpful. Mm-hmm. But his his internal worry, so June's, is the guy okay? Oh, no, we just <laughs> left him there. And the guy's like, did I kill him? Well... Yeah, we maybe should see if he's okay because I did throw him hard, and if he doesn't know how to take a fall, but it's all very logical. Yeah, <laughs> the casual hand holding between God. the two of them. We're starting out so strong for this I ship. Know. It's not even like insta love. It's really not because not. that would annoy us. But yeah. this is just a meet cute. Yeah, a real nice meet cute. But it's also one of those things that's like, you can think someone's cute from the get-go, which mm-hmm. he did. And I didn't notice that. I don't I remember either. noticing that the very first time I read I through. I think I just remember him thinking she was crazy. Yeah. I forgot the she's cute part. <laughs> <laughs> and it was not her fault at all. Oh, no. Ugh. The face pinch, the logic, all of it, <laughs> it's just too sweet. Mm-hmm. And it is definitely possible to go too far when attempting to help someone, as yes. we talked about in our last little thing. Like, this guy clearly didn't want help. Yeah. He wanted to wallow and yeah. be drunk. 
Uh, whenever Senpai or Mr. Hoodie wipes away her tear. It's like all the feels starting in episode two. <laughs> and also um, with the comment of ideal candidate for muggers and top level on lamb fluff meter. <laughs> I just love True's style and commentary yes. things. Oh golly. The it's little funny. tidbit she throws in. I, they're just yeah. so fun and yeah. they're not... Even among other comics that like throw little tidbits in, mm-hmm. it's even different from those. Yeah, it's definitely I think it's her very, own style. Like, kind of tongue in cheek, always oh, yeah. very funny. Mm-hmm. No matter what the situation is, like being mugged, <laughs> this girl's an ideal candidate for muggers. <laughs> <laughs> Episode three: The young man tries to give her a sports drink, but June is too polite and keeps refusing, so he throws it at her <laughs> and keeps walking. She keeps trying to pay him back for the drink until he gets annoyed and tells her to stop. She's too nice and someone is going to take advantage of her. As people already are. Mm, yes. June doesn't understand how being nice and liking to make people happy could be a bad thing. The man apologizes for lecturing her and June thinks about who he is and that he has to be a black belt in judo to have thrown the drunk guy so skillfully. June tries to compliment the young man on his shoulder throat as he drops her off but ends up being completely socially awkward and gets her words all mixed up. She asks him if he'll teach her how to fight like that, and the guy is surprised she also knows judo. Um, I'm pretty sure we've had this conversation before at some point, but it's more, sometimes it's more of a kindness to just let someone do something for you. Like, mm-hmm. just let him give you the sports drink. Sometimes yeah. it's more for him than for you, but like... Well, truly kind people aren't doing it for the payment. They're doing it because it's right. Mm-hmm. As long as they don't let themselves be taken advantage advantage of, like June does. Yeah. But like... Once she levels out and balances out her mm-hmm. kindness with practicality, yeah, which that sounds, I guess, kind of almost cold, but once she balances it out, like, it's manageable, and mm-hmm. it's, like, a good level of things for her to also stay healthy. Yeah. Totally yeah, finding herself. that boundary. Yeah. yeah. That wholesome, Yeah. Yeah. Um, honestly, the guy has a point though. When you live for making other people happy, you'll never be happy Mm -hmm. and you can't force people to listen to you though. So of course, like she's not going to hear it until she's in the mindset and the place to like comprehend Mm -hmm. the words that he's saying to her. Right. Yeah. And you can see that she's actually thinking about it because she's questioning herself after his quote unquote accidental lecture. Yeah. Um, and all of those questions are very valid, but when you base your identity on fulfilling others' happiness... Mm-hmm. You yourself, it's like you cease to exist because you were just an avenue for other people. Yeah. And happiness, like, I, we've probably talked about this before, but happiness, it's ephemeral. Mm-hmm. It goes away. Happiness mm-hmm. and joy are two different things. They because are. Because an attitude of joy is rooted in something different. Mm-hmm. Happiness is totally dependent upon your circumstance. That's such a good way of putting it. Um, I'm so excited to see the character growth that we know is coming for June as we're seeing this kind of baseline of, um, you know, lack of self-confidence where we're at now. Um, and then the artwork of June standing in Senpai, Mr. Hoodie's shadow, <laughs> when she thinks, what would it, what must it feel like to live like him? And I was like, oh, it's so powerful. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, and then I laugh my head off whenever she gets her words all mixed up and she's like, you have a shoulder. It's like the things that keep you awake at 3 a.m. There are so conversations that I have had that sometimes will just come back to me. Oh, golly, yeah. While I'm trying to sleep and I'm yeah. like, and I then it's like my anxiety ratchets up like to a level 10 and I'm like, they probably don't even remember who I am. Right. 
And I'm yeah. like, I really, I should apologize for both. And then, then I'm like, they probably don't even remember. Or they just brushed it off and they're like, yeah, I've done that before. I have a constant, <laughs> like, reoccurring anxiety thing of remembering the time my mentor saw me in the grocery store buying tampons. He has since left the company, and it is, I am sure he does not remember that. He has a very long-term girlfriend, but I was just mortified standing well, in front of him. Well, he's probably also used to it with having a long-term girlfriend. Oh, yeah, girlfriend. but that yeah. was not, in, it's still not in my brain. It's uh, picturing me standing in that aisle. He walks by, he's like, hey, Jen, and like is waving at me. I'm like, please, dear goodness, stop looking at me right now. Walk so, away. I used to be one that will like try and hide like tampons or pads. Oh, or I any of that do, sort of yeah. stuff in the buggy. Um, but eventually I got to, I really don't care. Question me about it. Mm. Judge me. Do you bleed for a week a month? Yeah. <laughs> I just see enough people that I know mm. at the worst times in the store, usually our coworkers, so every stinking time. I've run into our pastor at Walmart oh. before when I had to, So I needed a, um, what was it? I don't remember what it was for. But I needed, like, just a cheap bra that I could buy real fast. And it's blatantly sitting in the buggy. I almost and I spit out my hot I saw her pastor and I was like, <laughs> please don't look mine. down. Please don't look down. Oh, God. <laughs> and also, like, our pastor, he's also very introverted. Oh, God. So it he would, would be mortify him more than you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Anyways, I am so <laughs> proud of June for asking him if he'll train her. That's such oh, yeah. a big thing. Definitely. And it makes more sense now, reading mm-hmm. reading it now, as to why he's so nervous. When, because he could have thought from the get-go that she knew who he was once yeah. she recognized it being a judo move. <clears throat> mm-hmm. Never mind that she just doesn't pay enough attention to like <laughs> yeah. the magazines to know. Yeah. But it, it definitely makes more sense as to why he was immediately like, no, oh, no. Yeah. Just straight now. Math. Felt like eeny, meeny, miny, It really did. But it worked out. <laughs> Episode four. This is a very, very short one. Okay. Mm-hmm. June is washing dishes, reflecting over the fact that she asked the guy to teach her and he said no. June is so embarrassed and contemplates again being a people pleaser and how maybe she isn't actually happy right now. She decides to speak up more so she can practice sparring more frequently, even though she's scared. It gets to the last round of sparring uh, when she's at the club practice, and she hasn't gotten up the courage yet. But then a white belt approaches her and asks her first. <laughs> Whenever she <laughs> she says, uh, I'm just going to go take myself out with the trash. And Crawl then, into a trash can. <laughs> and then the spoon just like splashes her while she's washing mm-hmm. dishes. The insult to injury, but also the amount of times I've like waterboarded myself oh, yeah. washing spoons. It's embarrassing. Well, then True drew a little smiley face on the spoon. I'm like, mm-hmm. I swear, every spoon that splashes mm-hmm. me, I'm pretty sure it's smirking, it's too. It's like, hey, hey. <laughs> 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 shouldn't have left me in the shank. <laughs> uh, and the growth in her character has mm-hmm. really started to begin where she's like, am I actually happy right now? So hopefully in the future, she will leave her roommate's dishes in there for her roommate yes. to do. <laughs> yes. Um, and then when she tells herself, you know, there's no excuses, no mm-hmm. excuses, no excuses, that's also so relatable. The amount of times I like, I, I use the phrase more often of if I can do it in five minutes or less, you need to just do it. If you can do it in mm-hmm. five minutes or less, if you can do it in five minutes or less. And that has been a life changing thing. Oh, if, yeah. if you can do it in five minutes or less, just go ahead and do it and don't put it off. And there's some stuff, even if it's 15 minutes or less, like mm-hmm. if it's something that's going to take longer, but it's still less than 15 minutes, yeah. why don't I just get it done? It's like, just go ahead and fold mm-hmm. the laundry. 
Just go ahead and wash the dish. Like, yeah. We've, um, my husband and I have, like, tried to, like, really nail this down. Mm -hmm. Especially with it being the new year. And I've told him, like, all right, I want to debrief on Sunday evenings for us Mm -hmm. to talk about what's coming up in the week. I like that. So that we can, you can be aware Mm -hmm. and are mentally prepared for it and aren't frustrated when I'm like, we've got to get this done. Yeah. And I'm not frustrating you at the last minute and frustrating myself because... I have lost track of what I've needed to do until the last minute. Mm-hmm. So, but part of that is we basically have to run a load of laundry every day between the two kids and then us. Yeah, and y'all towels have a lot more and stuff. And your so, <laughs> so um, I had told him last night, all right, we need to get the kids' clothes out of their rooms tonight so we can throw them in the wash this morning and then they're through the dryer before we leave for work. So that's been successfully done. So mm-hmm. the goal tonight is to put them up tonight. Yeah. Because especially with having a baby, mm-hmm. we run through the burp cloths. But half the time we're like, are the burp cloths in the living room where we were just using mm-hmm. them? Does he have any left in his room? Are they actually in the dryer? Oh, no, they were yeah. put in the laundry basket. But now we've got to go find the laundry. Drives me insane. Yeah. Um, but the whole chanting that things will change and then they don't is very relatable. Yeah. So, like, you have to set yourself up to be able to change it. And so, mm-hmm. like, just chanting it yourself doesn't always do it. And I yeah. think that's kind of what she discovered, at least in this. Yeah. But then her whole, wait, what was the weather? Because she's trying to figure out small talk. Yeah. And it made me think of my daughter. She, she's gotten, because we ask, I can't say the word because my phone is, um, We'll start trying to mm-hmm. listen. Um, but we'll ask, <laughs> I think, some tech tech people say hot word because it's like a hot oh. word. So say, hey, hot word. <laughs> um, what's the weather like today? And she does it. She said, what the weather like today? Oh. But sometimes it still understands her. So it's like, oh, precious. small talk is like talking to um, hot word. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I feel kind of bad. This was a really short episode. Uh, well, <laughs> it is. <laughs> really good, though. I believe it. I mean, it sounds really good. We're talking about soup. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, episode five. June freezes as the sparring begins and the white belt throws her. She gets back up, remembering all the times she's failed in the past and tells herself she needs to try harder. June gets thrown four more times and is kind to the white belt, but goes into the bathroom to cry over the fact that it was so easy for someone lower or yeah, lower than mm-hmm. her to throw her and realizes she's just been lying to herself about her progress. A week later, June stakes out the convenient, <laughs> convenient store. store where she first met the guy who saved her, sees him again. And stops him. Left on a cliffhanger for the episode. And we've left you on a cliffhanger for the podcast. I actually really like that. Uh, The anxiety. Poor Fluffball. (laughs) Oh, that's rough. (laughs) Hearing her sister's voice the most clearly saying, throw me in her mind, Mm -hmm. as opposed to all the other quieter voices of why is she still here, really says something, I think, um, on how she does stay pretty positive throughout everything. Mm -hmm. But she does also hear all the voices telling oh, yeah. her she's not good enough. I feel like that was done really well, too. Mm-hmm. Showing how overwhelmingly... Yeah. Because it covered the whole panel. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's that's a lot to overcome when that's all that's surrounding you. Yeah. And then getting thrown by the white belt and realizing that it's been her pride causing her to cry. And realizing that she's been lying to herself this whole time. It was so heartbreaking. Um, But I think she does have better introspection Mm -hmm. and self-awareness than she realizes. She just overthinks it. Oh, yeah. Optimistic lies. is Mm. That line hits Mm -hmm. so hard. Yeah. Because I feel like, to an extent, everybody kind of does this to Mm -hmm. themselves. Where 
And it's part of that, especially at the beginning of the year when you're like, mm-hmm. I'll do better. I'll do this. And then you don't and you beat yourself up over it. Yeah. That's, it was, I really liked it. Yeah. Especially <laughs> reading that, you know, at the beginning of the year for us. Oh, yeah. You know, um, that this is a full on stakeout that she's got going on. <laughs> she is the most determined person. Her insecurity is only outmatched by her stubbornness. <laughs> You quit right when I hit record. We have all of our notes from previous times we've recorded in Caitlin's car just like shoved in her I just shoved him in my console. I'm like, I'll deal with it later. And And later later. keeps happening. And so she just pulled them all out. She was like making a little paper puppet with all the stacks of paper. I'm just going to take these out and shred them. Yes. Because then nobody can see. As we discuss insecurity and (laughs) talk about being... Please, no one hear us. Insecure As about we're people hearing very us. Very loud in your car. I feel like sometimes I like look around. I'm like, I've noticed you. And I'm like, oh no. I know. Is he no, walking right I by? just get like is a he paranoia. tap on the window. No, yeah, it's like a paranoia of is someone gonna stop? By? But then also seeing people like get in and out of their cars to go to and from lunch, and I'm like, where are they? Yeah, because you also we go closer to your lunch than my lunch because. Yeah. <laughs> True to ADHD form, I forget to eat you until eat it's so been like two, two thirty, and I'm like, oh, I should probably eat. Oh, I'm a mean <laughs> person by twelve. I have snack time at ten, and I still need to lunch by twelve. See, if I had myself on an established meal schedule, I'd probably get grumpy. But <laughs> you're too ADHD. I can't get on a. That's like people talk about bed rest time routines, and I'm like, y'all remember to go to this bed at the same time and do the same thing before bed every day? Like I didn't yep. know anybody did that. Yep. Like, who remembers to put on lotion every night? I actually do. What? Yeah. I will put lotion on my bedside table and ignore oh it gosh. until it turns yellow. I put on my face lotion every night, and then I usually only do, like, normal lotion every time I shake. I could never. It's just a habit now. I, like, if I forget to, I'll get in bed, and I'll be like, nope, got to get up and do it. And it's like an OCD thing that I can't. Oh go to bed then if I haven't done the thing (laughs) so like I have certain things that I have to do a certain way to know that they get done yeah because even if I alter it one time Mm -hmm. the habit is broken and I can't ever Mm -hmm. get back to it and I have to establish a whole new routine see if I break the routine then I get the OCD niggle in the back of my brain if I have to go like then like like if I am unsure if I left a light on I have to go back and check it like three times or like if I forget to put on lotion then I can't just lay in bed and be like I'll do it tomorrow no got to get out of bed like once i'm in bed i'm like i'm done but then so i have I more my... anxiety the next time of, don't forget the lotion but see that just <laughs> explains my whole personality of i didn't do this the other time i have to do it this time and then i forget again and i'm like a failure my eyes twitching <laughs> it's fine it's all fine oh i probably should grab my cup so we can clean it yeah i was just sitting here like holding mine Oh, such a good one. We both drunk most of our things. Yeah. Well, mine's gone. Oh, I just have a little bit left. I'll probably still take it upstairs with me and then I'll wash it and bring it back to you. (laughs) Uh, Thanks for joining us this week for The Gentle Way. We have really enjoyed starting to talk about it. Um, I really enjoyed rereading. I know. (laughs) These episodes have been a little shorter here at the end. I'm sure y'all noticed. Um, But they're going to get longer again soon once True kind of hits her stride on how she organizes the um, pages within the comic. Um, they start to get longer again. So um, we hope y'all enjoyed it this week. And next week we will be talking about... My Dear Cold-Blooded King, Yay. right? I yeah. Think so, yeah, because this is week four. Yeah. Yay.